listen to podcasts for the love of splendid. Check out those family-friendly podcasts you can find at Kids Listen or on the Potagon Go Network. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is proud to be a part of both alongside loads awesome podcasts for kids. Dozens of them. Best in the world. Check it out. Kids Listen. Potagon Go. Happy October. The best month of the year is here. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. I'm broadcasting from my lab today. But the other night I was sitting on my front porch, surrounded by two dozen gourds, ghosts, ghouls, and more. Halloween decorating for the 15th straight year in this home. The orange lights are unboxed ready to line the fence and bathe the front of house once more in a spooky autumn glow. The air was cool, but not too chilly, as the sun set early, slowly to my right, to the west, and I found comfort in a new black sweatshirt and the imaginings of spooky stories that might serenade these next five weeks, and pumpkin-spiced goodies, and trick-or-treat candy. What a great time of year. It's also my birthday month. Happy birthday to fellow Libras out there. For this week, a tale about monsters. Monsters under and over the bed. There's a monster under my bed. Terence told everyone about it. Most dismissed Terence's worry, but he knew the truth. It's hairy and scary, and one night it's going to grab at my ankle. Now, it is true that a monster did indeed live under Terence's bed, but it wasn't a hairy, scary, ankle-grabbing beast. In fact, the monster was just as terrified of Terence as Terence was of it. Every day, that thing that lived under Terence's bed would tell his monster family of the giant beast that lays down, sleeps, snores, and farts loudly on the roof above his bedroom. It's huge and it's loud and frightening and stinky. And one of these days it's going to fall in on me, it would say. The monster's family discounted its fears. But the monster knew what was up there. This couldn't go on forever. Neither Terence nor that monster were getting enough rest at night. Eventually, Terence would have to confront that monster. Or that monster would have to muster up the nerve to face Terence, the giant that lived above him. Terence made the first move. One night, bravery and curiosity won out. Terence took a deep breath, hopped up, crawled under his bed. At first he spotted nothing but dust bunnies and a few rogue socks. 
Then Terence was transported into a fantastical world filled with dark, narrow alleyways that led to bright, neon, mushroom-shaped houses. And there were tiny beings everywhere, singing and dancing and having fun. It wasn't a scary place at all. It was quite entrancing, Terence thought. Terence never did find his monster, though. For that monster thing had found the courage on that same night, at that same time, and slipped out onto his roof to find nothing at all but roof things at first. And then suddenly he was whipped away into Terence's world to discover soft gray carpet, fun plastic toys, and an adorable kitty cat. The quite small monster marveled at what kind of giant creature could exist in this tranquil land. A world that didn't seem scary at all anymore, as it was being explored. After a while, both beings grew tired and decided to return home. The beast from under the bed returned to his world on one side, and Terence reemerged simultaneously from the other. Neither one noticed the other, but both learned something about themselves and the now not-so-scary unknown that existed just below and above. Until next time, when these two creatures do meet, and I bet they will someday meet, sleep tight, young ones. May your imaginations entertain you with dreams of facing fears and exploring the unknown, and of beds and roofs and music and toys, and all of life's many joys. That's all for this week. More fun coming soon. If it is a Halloween story you seek, I suggest recent episodes. The Mummy. Martians Attack on Halloween. Or our After the Fall series that will be concluding soon. And if you're looking for Halloween costume ideas, I would suggest last week's episode, which had 250-plus ideas. What are you dressing up as for trick or treat? We'd love to hear. If you want to leave us a voice message, go to ProfessorTheo.com, click that message icon, and record. And you may hear your message on an upcoming episode of the Mystery Lab. And there will be more tales in the weeks and months ahead, more Halloween fun, a new Turk and Pork Chop story in November, and it wouldn't be December without the Saint Nick Squad. Join us, won't you? Have a wild and wonderful and weird week, listeners. Be good to each other. Be helpers. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a pumpkin or candy corn. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. 
Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. Tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Have a splendid Halloween.